Hello, hello. Hey, what's going on, Wes? This is Renee. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for giving me some time to chat about your uh, new album you got coming out. Oh, no worries, buddy. I'm sorry for the mix-up on scheduling. I kind of just got an email from our publicist maybe a few minutes after I started getting different skype calls and texts <laughs> and i guess maybe they just uh, they slipped through the cracks uh yeah. letting me know about it but i'm happy to do it so is this going to be um an audio interview or just kind of transcribing it uh audio interview and then i'll you know put some uh, the pr promo promo images that uh, austin sent out okay cool yeah so this is going to be an audio interview for everyone to hear cool yeah, got it yeah man i appreciate it so yeah you do have this new album uh sarcoma coming out uh is there a specific reason y'all decided to go with sarcoma as a title yes um kevin our vocalist is the one who kind of made the case that the songs all um kind of had to deal with the perils that happen between people and their connections to each other. And the subject matter for each song has to deal with something along those lines. In, in certain cases, it's very personal. In certain cases, it has to do with... Uh, military campaign in another country in some cases it has to do with uh the pharmaceutical industry and the favorable regulation that happens that makes certain types of drugs really available um for people to get addicted to and there was a song called sarcoma and Sarcoma is a type of cancer that grows from your connective tissue in your body. So like any sort of sinew that marries your bones together, cartilage, tendons, it all grows in that. And um, Kevin thought that it would be a better title for it. The record was originally going to be called Sleepers Become Giants, which is a song on the record. And Kevin liked it, but felt that sarcoma was a bit shorter and yeah. easier to say and maybe was congruent with the subject matter, you know, over the, the other title I mentioned. So we, we rolled with that. It was uh, an easy decision. I was just like, all right, well, works for me. Yeah. And I mean, from the sound of it, y'all are uh, tackling some big topics, which, you know, some bands kind of stray away from. And you're right, you know, with the, the pharmaceutical getting people hooked up on opioids. I mean, I, I mean, I see it firsthand too. Uh, you know, and of course, you know, the war campaign that we just can't get out of. I mean, those are big topics that it's hard, hard to avoid because it's constantly happening. But not a lot of people want to talk about it. I would say that those topics are discussed as much as like my own fallibility. You know, um, my own sort of. things that I'm working on. So I wouldn't say it's one of those finger pointer records where you're just kind of sitting there and observing the things that you don't like about the world and 
yeah talking about it i'd say that i address a lot of my my own shit in it as as much as the other things and um i think the difference with talking about military campaigns in other countries and specifically uh, our Operation Iraqi Freedom and the, the stuff that we've done in Afghanistan for the last quarter century or so, those have been discussed by other bands. I mean, I, I think that especially in 2005, yeah. Lamb, of, Lamb of God was pretty heavy on that subject matter. I'd say the difference for this one with the song Ulysses is it's a a glossary of my hindsight hindsight on the experience because I was, you know, in the military and was in Iraq from 2005 to 2006. So, um, it is, it's different in maybe sort of an eyewitness account and maybe, uh, like a, a way that I'm unpacking information 20 years later. Cause I don't know that I was equipped to, deal with the information or what was going on with that stuff as a young man. I mean, cause I was 22 years old when I was in Iraq. So, yeah. um, it's just, you know, I think it, it just, it's a, it's a hindsight sort of thing on the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's, it's a lot to deal with. It's, it's nothing that you can be prepared for going in or, you know, even, you know, once you come out of the military, just getting back to some type of normalcy, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the, there's a, there seems to be a generation of people from, from, you know, I guess every war that ends up having, I don't know, like a, a, a story about it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm very sensitive to the experience of you know, like of everyone. I mean, I have, I had a few grandfathers who were, uh, in the Korean war and, um, Vietnam and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, I, I think that it's in some way run in my family yeah. and there are different people. Um, like there are different experiences at the time because, you know, technology is different. The world at large is different. And, um, media coverage for things is different and naturally um, the campaign itself tends to be different um, over different stuff so yeah I guess without without trying to elaborate on it too much um, I'd say that the approach taken for the lyrics and for the the vision of writing a song about my time in the military is maybe different than I'd seen anybody else do it. And I, I would hope so because I mean, it is a topic that's been beaten to fucking death, yeah. you know what I mean? By, yeah. by other bands. So yeah, yeah, it's just a, a different thing, but yeah. yeah. So, so when you write songs, you, before you start with, you know, say the song construction, do you have like an idea first or do you just kind of just start playing around and start throwing riffs? It happens a few different ways. Um, sometimes it'll happen when I don't have a guitar in my hands at all. I'll just hear some sort of riff in my head. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it'll, 
it sometimes it's a, a song will come out in a half an hour in a very rough fashion and then sometimes it's it's a bit trickier than that but i think the main thing is passe as it sounds is that if i have the right attitude at the time and the right disposition to sort of get the right ideas it comes out that way and because of that you know i i don't feel a ton of ownership over the music itself um i mean i feel like i just had the right idea or the right attitude at the time to get the ideas you know um and that's definitely how I feel about most of the songs on Sarcoma. Well, I guess generally all of the songs is that I just had the right attitude. And there's an element of having your chops together, you know, playing wise that, that aids in that process. Because not to say that it's important for me to make complex musical statements, but I enjoy that discipline you know, as it applies to metal music, and I think to some degree that'll always be part of our sound. But uh, yeah, I guess having having your shit together, playing wise, and then just having the right attitude has been um, the thing that makes it easier for me to write songs. Yeah. Now, was it you know when you're writing? Is is it just you as a main songwriter, or does everybody have an input? Well, for this record, I wrote all the music and all the lyrics. Uh, I imagine heads forth, it will be much more of a collaboration because uh, Tim and Matt came kind of later. I mean, they kind of came after me and Kevin had put a lot of these songs together. Um, Kevin kind of comes from more of a traditional background with his time in suffocation and I guess uh, pyrexia and merciless concepts. So, you know, it maybe sort of took me writing the lyrics on this record for him to get an idea of where I wanted to go. And um, I'm certainly excited to have him be much more involved in the writing yeah. in the future because uh, that's what I want. I, I And I've always had this vision of having the romantic kind of band, metal band that you think about when you're a teenager and you're in high school and you think about like, oh man, we're going to be, we're going to be a band. We're going to be best bros <laughs> and we're going to fucking, we're going to like, write all these kick-ass songs together that's what i want and um i guess all of us want that too so yeah that'll definitely be how it's gonna go henceforth i definitely feel like i'll probably be more the musical director in this band because i've gotten more comfortable in that role but i don't think it's a it, it, it it hasn't been and never will be a totalitarian regime in the band where i'm telling everyone what to do because the truth the truth be told i mean tim is a monster guitar player aside from being our bass player matt is definitely very very um tuned into 
recording and engineering himself. So there's there's a tremendous amount of talent that I, I definitely want to take advantage of. Oh, heck yeah, it'll make your it'll make your part easier. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that you know, this album is a bit different from your your previous release. You know, of course, you know, adding the vocals to it. Uh, and and of course also being on nuclear blast now uh now that the the records it's it's done it's coming out next week do you feel that you accomplished all the goals that you had when you started you know for this album is it coming out next week i think um, it's coming out at the very end of the month oh yeah yeah i'm sorry the, either, the, either the way though yes the 28th i think it's probably it's probably like two or three weeks but yes. um question i think you're saying are my goals yeah for it different now that we're signed no 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 the, the goal you know how sometimes you you'll you'll come in with an idea of what you want for the album do you feel like you were able to achieve all of that once now that it's all done yeah for sure and i don't know that we'll ever have this much time to get a record right as we did on this one because um I started writing this stuff very casually in 2018. Mm -hmm. I wrote most of it in 2019, and the record had been tracked pretty much with the exception of lead guitar stuff by the beginning of 2020. So it's been done for a while. And um, as far as the mix and master is concerned, as far as like being able to go and um, shave stuff off, of songs to make them more potent. We, I don't know that we'll ever have as much time to get a record buttoned up and dialed in the way that we had this one. That isn't to say that I'm not going to try to make everything uh, like that in the future, but we definitely, we were able to take our time. And uh, I mean, you've really got one shot to get people's attention. And I do consider this the band's, yeah. first real record uh the deep long for annihilation is functions great for what it is but this is definitely the the, the vision that i had for the band from the beginning and it's cool to see it finally come together and naturally being able to be aligned with uh nuclear blasts and their pedigree and their how specialized they are at um getting uh kind of breaking bands and I guess being able to make people aware of them and yeah. um, we're, we're very stoked we're in a very fortunate position so right. yeah, yeah. I, I, to answer your question I think that my vision for this has been you know fully realized as far as as far as our debut record can be you know yeah yeah I mean and I've been listening to it and it's, it's a kick-ass album I, mean, I really enjoy it and I'm even just looking on social media you you have you know your peers or everybody else is like man this is uh, an amazing album you know everybody, you know check this out or uh kick-ass song every, every single that you've released i mean it's been nothing but praise is, is, is what what i'm seeing on my side i mean that's going to be uh make you feel pretty good if that what you're putting out is you know people are enjoying yeah um that part of it is um touching i guess there's no other word that i can use for it because i i certainly um 
Trevor Sternad from Black Dahlia Murder, um, the guys in Whitechapel. There's a bunch of bands that have gone out of their way to share it on their socials yeah. and make people aware of it. And this is, you know, we definitely didn't ask them to. And that part of it is, it's very kind because as much as, uh, you know, signing to a record label, especially one like Nuclear Blast has its own level of prestige. There is something very special about a band that is established sharing new music from some other band with their fans. And you really can't like put a, a, a value on that. And, you know, we're, we're definitely grateful. We're definitely grateful for how everything has gone so far. I don't think we could ask for more as a baby band. So, um, yeah, we're yeah. stoked. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned as a baby band because, I mean, the background of everybody in, in the band right now, I mean, y'all have a lengthy career coming up to this point, and now you're just able to focus on, on this project here. Yeah, uh, I think I know what you mean, but I don't think that... Uh, I wouldn't ever look at us like we're a super group because, truth be told, I don't really care for the idea of supergroups certainly yields like a cool product musically because a lot of the people who are involved in supergroups are like immensely talented but yeah i don't i don't care for the the type of marketing that goes along with it because it sort of aims to build equity in a new project based on the involvement of other established ones and i don't yeah. think that that is that is in line with the type of art that we want to create. So I don't think that anyone um, in a band, myself included, is trying to do that. I don't think that we're trying to go like, hey, remember me from the right. band that I was in? You know, right. like, I don't I don't think that that's a, a focus of ours. We're just, I guess, eager to go out and, um, and earn it like all of our heroes did. Right. So. And, and you're right because I mean, from uh, you know the the promotional aspect. I mean, I, I haven't really seen anybody say, "Oh, this is so and so from from this other band, whatever." It's like, no, here's an album and it kicks ass, and um, here <laughs> there it is. You know, you're gonna like it, and you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it, regardless of what you want. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you're seeing that. It's hard for me to sort of gauge because you know um, I'm not one of those cats who goes and reads the comment sections and stuff like that but uh you know if if you're telling me that it's going great out there as far as that's concerned that's enough for me oh yeah i mean just just listen you know when the first single started coming out uh, i wasn't like you know I, first I, I i don't try to go by okay well who's in the band i i try to go by is, is this music gonna kick ass or not i mean that that's that's what it comes down to i mean because it i mean you can get does it, it kind of have a, a nobody name, but if the music is going to kick ass, it's going to kick ass regardless. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like, we were pretty much, there's identifiable stuff in the, the music that we're making, you know what I mean? It borrows a bit from death metal, but I, I would... I'd struggle to call us a death metal band. We have some stuff that is a nod to, you know, like the, the black and roll type of bands like dissection or even like later, 
uh, Dark Throne and, you know, like sort of the American black metal stuff like Lord Mantis and Indian and Cobalt. Like there's Nas that, but we're not a fucking black metal band either. And yeah. <laughs> there's like a, there's an element of, I guess, sort of traditional metal in it. And we're not that either. So um, thus far, that seems to have been how the public is characterizing us, which is cool. Cause like we're, um, you know, people just are calling us a metal band. And I think that that is, that's a, that's an apt way to put it because, uh, we're, we're, I, I mean, dude, I don't want to call us diverse and I don't want to, I don't want to call us anything. I think we should leave that up to the fans. So right. yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, and, and that's good because too, it'll it'll let you be able to add whatever element or whatever you're feeling when you're constructing the music, and not so much kind of pigeonhole you in a certain genre. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I I see what you mean. I think that um, if I'm talking about goals for us in terms of bands that we could tour with i'd like for it to be as inclusive as possible i'd definitely love to go and do tours with um super heavy technical bands you know like uh black dahlia murder and suffocation i'd love to go and do that i'd love to go and tour with um slipknot and gojira and i'd also love to go tour with I prevail and wage war. I'm dead serious about all that. I like, I want music to be inclusive and I want us to be able to go and play with a bunch of different bands and, um, you know, have them be able to participate. Cause, uh, I think that the genre marker and sort of like, it, it places you in like, you know, you're, in a way that like you, this might be the hill that you want to die on. And I don't want that really for us. I mean, that is all determined by the public, right? That, you know, like the types of bands that we can tour with, but yeah, we'd, we'd like, um, we'd like to be able to go play with as many people as possible. Heck yeah. And then, you know, kind of, you kind of touching on already, you know, we, we do see tours coming up, you know, popping up all over the place. Are, is Alluvio planning anything for summer or fall? Dude, your guess is as good as mine. We have a, we have a few tours that, uh, like offers that we've accepted, but the, your guess is as good as mine on when these things are going to happen. Yeah. It seems like things are starting to slowly lift. Um, but I mean, I'm also hearing that it's a a lot of things are going to get moved to 2022. So I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. We are definitely prepared to go out and play, but like, um, you know, we are a small, we're a fledgling metal band at this point. And the more time that we do have to sort of get our ducks in a row, and um, be super prepared and build the infrastructure in terms of, you know, like 
getting our van and trailer and all of the stuff that makes it to where we can go and play with people is the more time we have, the better. I would tell you that right now, all of a sudden, if like, it was like, Hey, you got to go do this tour and you got six weeks to get ready for it. We would make it happen for sure. But it would be a little bit stressful. I mean, a lot of us live all over the country. Kevin lives in Long Island. I live in Atlanta. Tim lives in Houston and Matt lives in Albuquerque. So, um, it would be a challenge, I think, in terms of getting everyone the last minute to be able to take off of work and, um, you know, pay their rent and take care of all of their adult shit and kind of go out and swing for the fences and uh, play for people, you know, because uh, we're we're in a we're in a fortunate spot, but we're we're definitely like we're still very much in like the the beginning phases of the band and being able to build it right oh, i hear you so you know almost concluding our interview here uh other than, uh, than of course picking up the physical merch of the app if you know if, uh streaming is fantastic and all but the physical you know, copies, you know, getting it directly from the band is what benefits the band most. Other than picking that up right now from fans, what else can, you know, they do to kind of help support the band? The best thing that you can do right now is to buy the record and stream us. (laughs) Like, (laughs) as, as much as, as much as that's a, a strange answer, um, that's the best thing you can do. Um, in a in a situation where the there are a ton of bands and promoters and agents are kind of trying to figure out where they need to place their eggs a band that sells well first week is going to perk their ears up so i'd say if you want to see us go play everywhere the best thing you can do would be to buy the record and stream us and tell your friends to do the same because uh, as the engine sort of lurches back to life, the people who kind of have the most activity or the bands that have the most sort of raw data in terms of numbers uh, are going to you know, be able to jump onto the the train as it lurches back to life. So, yeah, I mean, if you don't want to buy it, I get it because, you know, it's this, this whole COVID thing has impacted families and employment in a very difficult way. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be selfish, uh, but if you do want to buy it, that's killer and it would help us out a lot. And yeah, I mean, nothing else just tell your friends about it and we come play a white hot rock gig in your town come out and see us oh yeah all right well wes again thank you very much for your time i appreciate the input and insight about the album that sarcoma you have coming out on the 28th uh i i can't wait for everything to start open up and you know, for you all to eventually get on tour where are you at i am in uh corpus christi texas there you go yeah i mean Texas big metal market. I think there's, you know, upwards of four sort of 
major cities in the great state of Texas where, yeah. you know, metal bands come and play. So, yeah, definitely come out and say hi to us as well. Oh, yeah, I will do. I'll, I look forward to that. Uh, you have a great rest of the day, and, and I appreciate your time, Wes. All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks. Take care. Bye.